Welcome to the very first episode of the Gnosis Show with myself, Jamil Al-Halmedi. Arnaud Al-Mardi. And uh, we're going to focus today on bringing back life to the religion of God, making it something real again, and something that doesn't feel so far away and uh, alien to us in, in this day and age. Um, we're going to cover many different topics, so let's get straight into it. I think one of the great things about our, our podcast, our show, mm. and just the religion mm. in general is the fact that we have people from every different walk of life, every different age. Uh, we have uh, little kids that are born in the religion, elders that have came, um, and they all have different histories and different backgrounds so really I feel it will only be right and uh, quite cool if we share uh, a bit about our journeys and uh, how we how we came to be here yeah. so I know Hussam you had a crazy journey so yeah. we'll start with you yeah I think like uh, it's really it's really an honor to be here but at the same time it's like and looking at everybody who's on the table right now coming from so many different uh, dimensions really it's, uh, <laughs> it's an honor uh, so uh, for me personally I came from uh, Iraq Baghdad I was born and raised there and um, it, over there, it was it was war basically. Since I was a kid, it was war. So I came from a war background. My family were in the army. Mm. My father was in the army, so I come from a, a military family, you can say. Um, also, you you have like I have in Iraq, you have a lot of like um, religious. Uh, I had a lot of religious ties because my family name or tribe was was uh, of Al Hakim. Uh, so Al Hakim family is a super well known family in Iraq, and I think I mentioned that a, a lot before. Yeah, so. the ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then then you have uh, you have uh, basically uh, this family is well known over there, and people you know see them as like related to the Prophet uh, himself. So when you're when when a lot of Shia over there, when you're interacting with them. And they will see you, and they will go like, "You're from that family. Okay, can I get blessings from you? Can I touch you and like, you know, get a blessing <laughs> from you and all that kind of stuff?" I always was very taken back by that. I was like, "Why? Why? What are you doing? You know, I know myself. So why are you like, you know, like yeah. putting me like God? You know?" So when I was a kid too at that time, then I left. Uh, I left Iraq, went to uh, to the United States at 2006. Mm. Uh, that was an interesting turn uh, because I st I have I had gained access to the internet and that was the first time bro, <laughs> Uncensored. It, seriously it was like it was open world that's what it was it was from like having just seven channels on tv and you had no other ability because what i'm saying it was like that you know and into going jumping straight into an internet that was just open for everything you can you you can wish to see yeah. you know so i jumped straight into what into like uh, having uh, debates, yeah. debates, religious debates and all that. That's why I turned uh, into an atheist. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> after that, I had an experience with God and uh, yeah. out-of-body experience, mm -hmm. which brought me to think about what is this world? Why is there so much evil in this world? Why is, what's going on with the governments of the world? Yeah. What's going on with the religions of the world? What's happening? Where is God's path? And um, here I am. I find myself here today. So... Uh, oh. By God's grace and, and guidance. Yeah, so. so cool. Over to you, my bro. Yeah, quite different departure. <laughs> yeah. uh, came from Switzerland. Yeah. Small village, you know, living in the mountains. Like yeah. everybody know everybody. Yeah. Uh, Catholic background too. Everybody is like Christian. Go to go to church on Sunday. Um, very square, polite, quiet life. Let's yeah. say like my childhood very like happy childhood, and. Um, this uh, until my 16th birthday, there's many things happen uh, in my life, but uh, 
one of the things that really changed my life is death came very, very close to me. Mm -hmm. I lost a very, very dear friend of me. And this was the beginning really of a, a whole world opening for me. Mm -hmm. So this is the beginning of this church, this, this, um, this religion I'm born in, I'm participating in, doesn't bring any answer for, for the question for what I feel inside. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't really answer my question about death and after death. Yeah. It was the, the beginning for me to, to read a lot. Mm -hmm. And this was the, the start for me to, to, to go really like to all this religion and philosophy from the Far East, yeah. Hinduism, Buddhism, <coughs> Taoism. And uh, I started also to travel a lot, uh, went all in all these uh, kind of new age um, circles, you know, yeah. therapist, yoga, meditation, uh, I've done it all. Yeah. And, uh, and th this thirst, you know, thirst for God, because uh, every, every time I was entering a new circle, I was part of them, but I was never yeah. feeling like really one of them. Something was missing all the time, something was missing. And yeah. I think it was this sincerity, this like, I really want to, to find this God, you know, yeah. and uh, I was meeting a lot of people. I was feeling that they were like stopping on the way. Yeah. So my, my research uh, guided me to, to India. Yeah. And it was a, a very big turn also in my life. Uh, I traveled also to Africa, the Middle East, but India for me it was like, wow, this yeah. is another planet. God there is like, yes, this is very different. People speak always about that. And there is this, um, <clears throat> this easiness to speak about God, but also about this inner God. This thing that was so much missing for me in the West, where everything is more like dogmatic, you know, yeah. institutionalism. And um, yeah, I, f I find my way there, let's say. And I find a, a spiritual teacher. Uh, I was living like in a, in a movie on a book, you know, and yeah. I was always like, can I find my gurus uh, kind yeah. of story, you know? Yeah. And I find my, my spiritual teacher, I stay with him for two, three years. And uh, I was very happy. I was very like satisfied. I find my, I find God. Mm. But then sometimes there is, <clears throat> there are a seed inside of me where like, but something is, um, oh. something is not really satisfied. Mm. And this thing, what, what was this thing? It was this, this connection I had with the, the religion of the prophets and the messenger mm -hmm. and this connection with Jesus that uh, I knew he was true and I, I knew him from inside. So where does Jesus uh, fit in the picture of mm -hmm. this uh, inner God, this uh, direct connection with God, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I get also very much interested in Islam, uh, thanks to my brother. And so I was exploring and I was, these two parts of religion were not fitting. The one with the, the history of religion, the yeah. prophets, you know, mm -hmm. the, these people who came and changed and tried to, to change the society, to bring a message, yeah. uh, not only a, a teacher. And this other part of me who were like very happy just to be like a monk and living in my bubble there and the, the world could have burned and explode. I mm. really didn't care, to be honest, because yeah, I was yeah. in my spiritual meditation thing and it was fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, I needed to find a, a reconciliation between the two, two parts of me. So I really pray God and I ask, I ask him really to guide me to the truth and to, to use him as I should be used by him. Mm. And uh, that's how I, I met uh, Ahmed Al-Hassan and his call and Abba Sadiq. And that's how I've been called uh, here and, uh, and jumped in and yeah. that's it. No, for Amazing. sure. You never look back once you're here. So yeah, yeah for me, um, it's a very again like completely different story to the to the both of you um i came from a i'm mixed race so i come from uh, a mixed lineage of two completely different cultures two different religions two 
sort of ideologies you could say mm. and uh, they really didn't match up or meet anywhere like in the middle to the left to the right nowhere um so yeah growing up was kind of strange i was um i was born a shia muslim but then went to like a church of england primary school and we'd sing like songs about jesus every day mm. and uh, then you'd have like these awkward moments in class where you're like only the only muslim in your school and then you'd be brought to the front and have to tell all about your religion and growing up in this mixed background family and um we had it we did we had it tough you know my mum was great she did she did the best she could and made sure that we had everything but at the end of the day we we was like a single parent household growing mm. up on like social welfare benefits which we call it in the uk so um yeah these these moments in class i didn't really know much about the religion i was just basically winging it like just the 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 minimal knowledge i had and then i think as i grew into the sort of my teenage years i started to 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 take a a more personable interest in my religion as opposed to something i was just born into and wanted to take things a little bit more seriously um and then made small changes um more to the point of just being good for the sake of being good not for like any real reason but it was when um i went to london for like a summer holiday a uh, six weeks holiday that uh, i first heard that it was during muharram so it was like I've, one of the first times i heard about uh, the stories of karbala and i was just like that is like extreme oppression you know mm-hmm. I, i can't believe this how how can this happen doesn't make sense to me at all mm-hmm. So it's like one of those moments I think for all shares you know you wish you was born in that time so that you could be there kind of thing. So yeah life progressed and then we um luckily enough uh, we had a DVD sent by my, fam- my family from my mum's side in London um and it had on there the arrivals which is obviously the work of uh, Abu Sadiq al-Islam or Sakam Madi and uh, this really opened our eyes changed everything and it was my mum who uh, I was like 16 17 at the time and it was my mum that um really dove deep into the rabbit hole uh, rabbit hole like in Alice in Wonderland and she mm-hmm. uh, she really um basically became a scholar of Abu Sadiq basically so everything he'd made everything he'd produced the forum uh, power talks everything uh, she was there paying uh, full attention and she'd always share us the knowledge and give us um sort of like daily updates on like her research of the day kind of thing um and it was amazing like we agreed with everything and uh, it all made sense and it was like yeah this has to be true like yeah. it's like has to be a man from god who can kind of compile all this kind of stuff but at the same time like, i was quite young and we being poor we couldn't really do much and i had this uh like fate fatalist outlook uh, about it like okay that's amazing but like i'm 17 i got no money and, like what can i really do mm. kind of thing like i know there's injustice in the world and growing up like uh, from a mixed uh, mixed background in the uk you know that the system and the governments and whatever else is really not for you so um it's kind of like yeah this is just kind of the way it is and then yeah fast forward a few years um obviously doing a lot of things i shouldn't be hanging out in the wrong crowds that kind of thing <laughs> uh, without going into it too much um i got to a stage in my life where i couldn't trust anything like i had a girlfriend couldn't trust her couldn't trust my friends couldn't trust my family um i got like uh, yeah a lot of uh, uh like brothers that are not so good mm. and uh, couldn't trust them and it got to the point where uh, not that my mum had done anything but I was just so like confused I couldn't like trust my mum to a, to a degree and the only thing I knew that I could trust was God so um basically I just I was at work one day and I was like this is I've had enough I can't, I just can't and uh, I just went home and then basically put myself under like house arrest for a month didn't go did basically I think I left like two or three times didn't go anywhere didn't speak to anyone <laughs> came off social media uh got like a doctor's note so I didn't have to go to work and I was like that's it. 
it. I'm just going to stay at home mm. and like find myself in a way. And I knew that I knew then the only person or thing I could turn to was God. And uh, I just fully sort of just dove in and I was doing like, like, you know, obviously in hindsight, it's a bit silly, like, mm-hmm. but I was taking to these dreams of like not drinking tap water, not drinking refined bread, like anything that like brown, like white sugars, anything that I thought would be bad for me. I was just like, yeah, no, <laughs> that's going to, that's going to hurt my, my spirituality. I'm going to need to, detox. I need to, yeah, detox. So. Uh, yeah, this happened and like, you know, God had mercy on me. Um, he, he guided me, he showed me dreams, uh, I had some visions and um, I was praying a lot in these times. I was reading Hadith and these things and I was sharing with my mum sort of like how I felt and why I felt like this and these things. My mum was like, look, you know, I've been telling you for a while, you need to like pay more attention and um, read these proofs for yourselves. Like my mum obviously uh, pledged before I did. And then I, uh, yeah, read again. And in this period of time, I, was, I felt very at peace. So I, I, uh, I, I made my pledge. I read the, I read the, I read the proofs, did the Sakara, came mm. out the, the same uh, three different times. So I was like, mm. like I'm a very common sense, black and white person. Like it is what it is, like it has to be it. So uh, I, I mean, like I was being sincere, which touches on your point. I was, I was really being sincere to find God and uh, God didn't let me down so um yeah it is what it was what it was is what it is i made my pledge of allegiance and then uh, we met with the the ansar in the uk and uh yeah things spiraled and now i'm here and alhamdulillah you know like I said, you never look back so um one of the things that i think is amazing is obviously my my journey was very localized i didn't like leave i didn't really i went to, basically to find god i went to my bedroom <laughs> um you guys you had the, to it, god, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so this is what i mean like god is everywhere and you can find him anywhere and uh, i think it's very cool that you guys had like international journeys so um i feel like yeah there's anyone can can relate to us no matter yeah. who their background no matter, is right no matter where you're from you can still have a we come from such different parts of the world that uh, we just need somebody from India now. <laughs> that's it. But he went to India, so it's kind of like he, went he, to t- India. he took the end, Indian energy Indian and brought it back with us, you know? That's it. <laughs> no, like meet, meeting you guys, meeting the other people in the community, <coughs> and meeting all these people, you know, on my travels. Yeah. Y- you see that really much, except the culture is different, the, the weather is different, the food is different, Everything. it's always the same trouble everywhere, exactly. my brother. And you, you feel the injustice everywhere, and you feel the the, the same the same issues everywhere. Yeah, and which is like religion is not it should, what it should be, yeah. and the world is a, is is a mess. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like we have this common ground between all of us. We all kind of start on something, leave. Uh, it's a silly search for the truth, and then come here, and uh, the common ground between us all is it's the, that religion. The religion that we were on mm-hmm. wasn't really satisfactory. It didn't really fulfill our soul. Like it, our soul was always hungry for something more. I think that's what a lot of people in a lot of new generation, uh, the new generation are, are actually feeling right now. Because mm-hmm. religion is becoming, uh, has, you know, people are seeing, looking at religious people, religious uh, scholars and reli- in, in Islam, it's religious scholars in Iraq are being destroyed right now. Nobody's like very, mm-hmm. very rarely. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of followers still, but even their followers are starting to kind of like notice what's going on. You know, that they're, uh, these scholars are not uh, like what they don't do what they preach. Uh, same as pr- Christianity in the Catholic but th- Church. This is example. interesting to, for me to, to hear because I, I don't know much about the, the, the Islamic uh, yeah. countries, you know. Yes. But I know what's happening in the European countries about the church. And yeah. since the moment I was young, I was going to church. The church was not full, but they were like, there is a lot of people, you know. Mm. And when I went back, uh, even when I was 20 and I go back now, it's empty. And yeah. the only people is the people from the old generations. Yeah. And, and you understand why. Yeah. I mean, you, you go inside a church today, and you see all these um, 
this is like a, it's almost folkloric. Yeah. They have these big ropes and they are, something is. It's, it's that time. I mean, still, if you don't, like if you come from another planet yeah. and you enter this church, it's like, yeah. what's up, guys? Yeah. Yeah. You live in 21st century yeah. technology and everything. Yeah. You have uh, many issues yeah. uh, connected to your uh, era. But the people who speak about God, who are supposed to help you and give you solution, they live in the Middle Age. Yeah. Yeah. And their, their cult is from the Middle Age. And yeah. there is a very big gap, I think, Absolutely. today between what religion is and what the, the people expect from, from religion. Mm -hmm. And and there is many consequences to that. There is the, one of the consequences are people like me who are like completely unsatisfied, so they have to, to switch religion. So, yeah. so they go to the, to the East or they go to this new age uh, but all of that is like it's not um, it's not complete, you know. Mm. Because what I was looking for, it was something that was missing in this religion, meaning all this inner, yeah, all this know yourself, you know, all this um, this thing that you learn from the Eastern uh, tradition, yeah. the meditation, the, the knowing your emotion, your, your inner part, the, your connection f f from God. But there they have another problem. Yeah. And uh, all these people who are in the new age today, they, they have the other problem. They, they don't like to commit much in a, in a real uh, important a real matter. Yeah. And, the, and one of the biggest things is that they don't want to connect spirituality and society or the societal uh, structure, politic. And we, we find ourselves today in this, in this big... Uh, like separation yeah, or divide, yes. like, yeah, yeah, for me, it feels the same, like, obviously, uh, my background and the people I was hanging around with, um, even even the people that were, you could say, more practicing religious than us, there was a lot of, like, hypocrisy in their, their, their movements, the words they said, their actions, like, it doesn't, it doesn't match their actions, and for me, I can liken it to, like, a, a, a social club or a football club <laughs> or, like, a jacket that you put on on weekends, like, I know, I know. If it were for me back then, and for for a lot of my friends, family, and and such, they religion is really just like a, a thing that is distant from you. It's not yeah. something that is really part of you as much as like your hand is part of your arm. It's like this is this is me, but that's my religion. Like you know, this is me. I support this football club. And <laughs> those <laughs> players are the best players. I think uh, I'll sing their I'll sing their songs. Uh, I'll watch their games on the weekend, and I will, um, yeah, I'll, I'll tune into their to their interviews podcasts. Uh, and podcasts on on the weekdays. So, and a lot of the times they have they have more passion for their football clubs than they do their their religions. Yeah, it's just sure. it's just. Uh, a shame to see and so so it makes religion just seem something so distant that they just practice for the sake of practicing they do the movements but they've lost the they've they, they kept the movements but lost the 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 spirituality the 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 reason the knowledge the behind the the movements yeah. and the and the religion itself yeah. these days. I, I think like a lot of a lot, I, you can see it on the ground actually if you go do a little research about this uh, you'll find that like uh, religion today has become either like a uh, I'm just you just come to my uh, sermon and I will start screaming like you know like all you need to do is this and that and then they go back home and they just uh, they go back straight into their structured life uh, go back to work come back from work do their do mm. things uh, but there is something definitely wrong with what's, what's happening with our uh, with our society with our religion uh, we look at jesus christ peace, peace be upon him and all the prophets and the messengers and their path and and, and throughout history from mm -hmm. adam all the way till today mm -hmm. and we see something very wrong happening like something that like okay god always comes in and, and wipes entire entire planet or yeah. comes and like punishes people to, to with pestilences and and which we can see on the ground today, literally around us. So th then it, it begs the question for me, what's going on? What's mm -hmm. wrong? What happened to religion? 
No, for sure. A lot of the, I think, I think religion has become like a just void of life, you know? Yeah, I think this is the, I mean, it's one of my uh, thrive. Yeah. That is, I need to, to find something alive, yeah. right? And I was, I was, one thing that was guiding me always was this presence. Yeah. I was thirsty of this presence. Yeah. What, what is this presence? I, I need to, to feed on God, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think this is something that is, uh, that w yeah, there is something dead. Yeah. It's like an empty shell. Mm -hmm. Now we can say yeah. uh, in many, That's many parts really of the religion yeah. today. Like where That's are the revolutionaries, the, the Jesuses of the time? The Jesus. the Moses I think there is a big confusion. That's you know? missing. And That's missed in this yeah. in this religion today. It's like where is the revolutionary Jesus? Where is that <laughs> that yeah. like fire burning for God? That like love for of God that makes you walk on water and do things like that? You know, this 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 these religions today has become have become just that, just a structure for comfort because it's a culture. It's like my dad did it, my mom did it. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I just fall under it. It's just basics you know like mm. this is just how it works but this fact of gnosis this knowing god getting to know god experiencing god as you were saying you're mm. calling it like i uh, wanted to know you know you wanted to feel a living thing you know yeah so. i think it's essential no yeah. because what is happening is like many many people today they, they say they're religious right mm -hmm. and many people pray five times a day or yeah. many people go to church or of many course. people do their meditation in their temple uh, but what is missing is this it is oneness, this um, this integrity between my practice, my practice, and what uh, when I what I learn or what I read, and it becomes like, oh, you know, I read that, I read love you, love others more than yourself. Yes, but you know, it's difficult. <laughs> okay, so I will, yeah. we'll start again tomorrow. I will read a bit a bit more of the Bible, Come but for, for now, we'll for now, I'll just go to the supermarket, and uh, yeah. you know, there is something that yeah, religion becomes something. Like it's a side dish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. and when you listen to Jesus, you mentioned Jesus. You have to take it all, no? Yeah. Jesus yeah. said, uh, "The one who wants to be with me or like me have to leave everything." Yeah. But it's so difficult today, and mm -hmm. I want also to to reach to 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 that fact that people today we we have been and people today are confused. So how difficult is it? in such a, a system mm. to say, okay, I, I leave everything, but yeah. for what? No, for who? I, I leave everything for Jesus, okay, yeah, where yeah. do I go? Where? I go to, to the to Vatican, yeah, yeah. Uh, where do I go? Yeah, to yeah. who do I go? No, absolutely, and this, it's, this, it's the ideology that I had back when, before coming here, it's like this fatalist approach where it's yeah. like, okay, the, you know, the the leaders of the religions are not doing anything yeah. the the leaders of uh, countries and politics are not doing anything so you know Th like that's the human solution was yeah. to separate church and state yeah and that's not working obviously we can see the the level of uh, like hunger on the world the level of uh, injustice that's mm -hmm. happening the wars that were started by democracy to uh, spread democracy peacefully you know like uh, and you have all these contradictions that democracy has been pr bringing on the table and look at what it puts as as and, and charge the people in charge of these countries which have super powers basically mm. power to annihilate the entire human race is mm. in the hand of people who are completely unstable yeah, it's, we, it's, uh, as you know we, we have to know ourselves and yeah. we have to to examine our lives as socrates exactly. says we have to examine uh, our history yeah. how do we come to that place and i think there is one res response for that it's like okay we we have seen what it is when the church for example in the west just to speak about the west how the how is which disaster was when the church was leading 
the, the government. Yeah. And we saw it. And so people had enough. They say, okay, this is not working. Yeah. But this is not because religion was leading. And this is the big confusion of the people. And that's what uh, we need to... That, that, that's our message. Religion today is not religion. Meaning the people who are leading religion today are the Pharisees in the time of Jesus. Mm -hmm. They are the, the people who are taking... Uh, benefit of the pro of the message of prophet Muhammad but not practicing it yeah. so we found ourselves with a religion but which is not the real Islam which is not the real Christianism and I think this is the the big issue and when we do that we say okay halas, we don't want a religion to lead us anymore we found ourselves with a new system what do we do we, we try something we try communism we try capitalism democracy mm -hmm. I think today we have seen yeah okay we are two, two, 2022 we had a, a a high point of technology. We want to go to, to Mars. We have been on, on the moon, yeah. but we are not able to, to find a solution for COVID. Yeah. We, are not, we are not able to find a solution for hunger. It's true. Today, we have like statistics that says 26 people, the 26 highest mm. uh, billionaire of the planet, yeah. own as much money as half of the population of planet Earth, meaning almost 4 billions of people. So this is the, the consequences of... But they're helping. Of, huh? But they're helping humans. That's yeah, what they yeah, say. They, they're they're helping they are philanthropists. They're, they're yeah, helping yeah, yeah. a bit yes. here and there. So this is the, the product of a society who say, we don't want any more religion that lead us. But now we can say, okay, but we don't want any no, more... No, we, we don't want capitalists. We don't leading. want that neither. <laughs> so what is the solution for that? No, and we have many examples like that. I think... We, we have to speak more about about that. Yeah, I, th I think that's that's like something that everybody really knows, the, like subconsciously and at a div different level. Because once you separate church from st state, the person who's going to lead you is going to be motivated by either power or by uh, greed yeah. or by money or by some sort of a, a physical thing. You know, like he's not obviously he's not going to be. They're not going to be just doing all this work so that they can you know get good deeds. You know, like uh, there's definitely some sort of a motivation behind it, and we can see this in it's proven fact you can actually look it up mm. all the congressmen in america have like some sort of a stamp over some sort of a big company behind them you know so it's like it and it ends up a human being has to be cha has to chase something mm. if you chase uh, if you if you're going to chase a position of power then you're going to you're, you're chasing something you know uh, that depends on you you and your you and your mm. so you're in your god you know mm. uh, but i know for a fact that like uh, in order for us to to know to chase the solution of this problem it, it, you have to first start somewhere. Like right now, Imam Hadi Hassan, peace be, peace be upon him, said, he said, uh, he said, like the people, people today are in, ge in general, like he, he, he was mentioning some people because some people thought like, oh, it's all the fault of the people, the people, the people. Mm. But he said that people, they forget these people who are blaming and judging people in general, saying that, oh, we're, it's all because of them, it's all because of them. Yes. They forget that these people are between, stuck between the anvil of the, of the so scholars, the non-working scholars, the scholars that do not, pre do, not do what they preach, mm. and the hammer of this tyrant that is going out and beating them. So they're, they're stuck. You know, you, we all were stuck. We all felt that at some point. I'm stuck. Me. The world is big. Uh, the problem is... is, is is earthly it's like earth-sized it's not like in, in yeah, my yeah, country it's, yeah, it's a human it's a human-wide 
problem. Mm. So what? How do I? How do I even begin to solve this? You know, I mean, I, mean, I remember Basadik uh, Salam just th thinking very simply, mm. very concretely about solution, and he found solution in a few minutes. Yeah. You know, and he said, okay, let's put aside religion yes. and let's apply what uh, Ahmed Hassan al Islam say, humanity first. Yes. Okay. So let's forget about all these rituals, all this history. Just, just be human. Just, just use your heart and your mind. Today we have people like Amazon who who own Amazon. We have yes, people yeah, who absolutely. own McDonald's. We have people uh, keep, name it. Yes. All these very big companies where billions we have, we, they earn billions and they can invest billions in anything. And he said, "Tell me how it is not possible for these people to organize themselves yeah. to create a system." just to eradicate hunger yeah, which absolutely. is like we are 21st century we still have people who are hung yeah, hungry yeah no it's ridiculous and, it's, and it's people like, dying from not having clothes no for sure it's ridiculous like you said the like the the blood really does fall on our hands like it's a it's, a, it's an aspect of uh, social responsibility and uh, the people in charge can make the difference if they actually club together but the fact of the matter is they don't they, we have people going instead of feeding the hungry in the world they want to make rockets and go to mars like uh, i don't know like Martians more important than humans when you're a human I'm not sure but yes. um, yeah for me I feel like they, if, if we all work together and just I don't know I think I think first and foremost it's a, it's a personal change that we need to uh, look inwards and make a, and see that actually do you actually want change is it something that is is there or are you happy like feeding your nerves and your your uh, your yourself and your ego and just getting richer because it's like an age age old saying like the richer get richer and the poor get poorer so yeah and this is like in the statistic today we, you can find this truth it's not mm. just words and um, I think you mentioned something super important it's like it starts inside. And um, it, we, we see that people people rise, you know. People mm -hmm. are not not happy with yeah. with, the, and we have seen this in Iraq uh, yeah, lately sure. uh, in Egypt. They, they made a revolution. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, one tyrant replaces so, another. Yeah, exactly. Tyrant, so what, why? Yeah. So we want to change the outside. We want to change the decor, the landscape. Yeah. But inside, we don't. Yeah. How how will it work? Yeah. Tell me, guys, yes. how can it work? And I, I like this uh, this metaphor, you know, because inside of yourself is is um, it's a mirror of outside. Yes. Many people say that, and we can understand this in many different ways. But one way to understand that is that inside of you you have a struggle, yeah. Yeah. and you have this struggle between your nafs mm -hmm. and your soul, or your ego and, and the light of God. Yeah. And this is up to you who you want to put on the throne of your being, yeah. right? If you want the light to rule your, your being, automatically your action will shine and will, yeah. will uh, demonstrate something else. Absolutely. And guess what? If, you want, if your king inside is ruling, what do you want outside? Mm -hmm. You want also the righteous person to lead, a mm -hmm. wise no, man, absolutely. like Plato will say, the philosopher king, yeah. to, to organize the society, yeah. to harmonize the society. But this is the, I think this is the... The place where we are at today, it's like people, okay, they find many, many problems, mm -hmm. but no, no solution. Yeah. And one of the solutions is this, like, yeah, come return back, back to in the back. inner and and look at your at the good wolf and the bad wolf inside of yeah, you. I love this story. Yes, yeah. feed that good wolf, and you will start to automatically, as you said, you start to act in that behavior, and you'll start to you will you will put on top of you and as in charge of the whole culture of the whole world mm. you'll put somebody who is like you this is just the case you know like if you're a tyrant you don't care then you know somebody's gonna not care who's gonna be in charge of you you know like you care about people you care about humanity you 
are human inside and you feel it and you really want to change something yeah. then god will put somebody like that on you you know can somebody be better than at that mm. than probably you can do uh, i think this knowing yourself and know your lord is so deep it's like uh, imam ali salam said know yourself and you will know your lord yes. uh, uh, like uh, uh, said some Jesus something said similar yeah aristotle said something similar it's it's the sunnah of the prophets like go, if you if you want to know god imam ali salam said i'm amazed at the ones who who is ignorant of himself how can he know his lord how can you know god how can you know your your god how can you know the true god yeah if uh, you don't even know yourself no, and sure. you don't even start to get to know yourself so it has to start somewhere start with knowing yourself and you will know that there is a king that is appointed by god yeah i think i think you know to tie the two points together um i mean you know you mentioned about being like in effect the imam says you're stuck between a rock and a hard place yes. like you've got the choice of a scholar or you've got a choice of uh of uh, 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 corrupt and uh, tyrannical tyrant, um, yeah. but that's not the case. There is there is a there is a third choice now, um, and you mentioned it obviously being the king. And if you look back throughout history, um, we've always had tyrannical or egotistical people um, leading the world. Mm. And what's happened? They've put uh, tyrannical, egotistical people in charge. Every time a, a prophet or a messenger from any of the religion, the covenant religions, come forth and spread something different and say, actually, no. Um, like one day, just to, to branch off a little bit, I asked Abu Salih what does it mean to be a man? And Abu Salih told me that it's, it's all about putting others before yourself and, you know, uh, wanting for the, your other more than what that you want for yourself. And mm. uh, Jesus said the same thing. Um, I remember when I first came, came out here, one of the first uh, quotes I read is always stuck with me is like, um, Anyone who wants to be first must be very last and be the servant of all. So when uh, people that are egotistical and tyrannical hear things like this, or they hear say, yeah, you know, if you want to be my follower and they're being revolutionaries, and if you want to be my follower, then put down, you know, pick up your cross, uh, sell everything, pick up your cross and come with me. They're like, yeah, uh, no, that's not really, uh, that doesn't really seem but like something that? I want to do right now. So, mm. um, but yeah, that's, that's what happens. And we've never really um, given God a chance in, in putting his leader in charge and uh, going down that route. Cause from like Adam till now, it's always been either uh, I think you mentioned it earlier um, yeah. historically religious people and then nowadays it's the democratic but at the end of the day black or white just tyrants and, yeah, and look at the world the state we're in today yeah I like the give, give God a chance yeah. you know? and I think there is this confusion about what is religion yeah. because uh, if you can, if you take again Jesus he came to rule mm -hmm. why he didn't rule M many many uh, things happened but one of them was like because the people of the religion in that time the yeah. pharisees didn't want him to rule no, so they, they basically they sold him mm -hmm. to the romans uh, that killed him the second thing that happened is Jesus was looking for people to to yeah. support him yeah but if there is nobody to support you meaning there is nobody who wants you the sent by god who want to to bring justice and harmony and this point they don't want yeah then then they don't get it. Absolutely. But today, the world that we're living in is the product of that. And I think we have been far enough mm -hmm. to understand that with fake religion is not working, with no religion and capitalism and the system we have is not, not working. working. How far we want to go? Sure. Lately, what's happening? With Russia, uh, Russia yeah. comes, it's with all this system of, you know, the United Nations, the treaties the, for peace and what's happening nobody's doing anything yeah. because everybody's entangled in the economical system and who is ruling today the planet is yeah. nothing like god but it's so only economic. egos it's egos it's two big heads 
fight, like smashing it, uh, at so each other's heads. Like it's like literally the ego, two egos, two beasts are fighting, scratching each other until like one of them is gonna get so angry that it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fight. And it's know? coming so back it's, to it's, you. And it's coming back to your life, even if you're in peace. Exactly. And this reminds me of an, uh, a Quranic verse which says like, if people who are written upon them to fight you, they will come to your own house and they will knock on your door. It's like, this is how it was in Iraq. It was like, you never know. So you're always under that threat of mm. something happening where it, it, you have to confront your own death and stuff like that. So I think a lot of times when when we when you have to when you want the solution uh, and and uh, like you have to go back to yourself and you know that where's God what's God doing on the ground mm. people blame God for that for for not putting somebody on them that is good but they forget that if the, he puts if you force somebody on them that is good then they will complain that he's like taking their freedoms and he's like this and he's doing this and he's, he's forcing yeah. the, forcing a good person on them you know forcing yeah, you have to want it from your own self you have yeah. to want it you it can't it, and plus this king is not like this king is going to want this it's like a it, it has to be a command a command from god it, like even if a nice person the nicest best person on the planet he wouldn't want to do this yeah. he would it, it, because it would be too much you know like to, to uh, get people to actually like him to actually get he will get killed right away mm. we saw it in iraq actually somebody got it in, into the into the ruling mm. uh, and he was good he was decent in iraq and but but they killed him yes. they, they wouldn't let him even if you're good you wouldn't make it in this world uh, if you're if you're doing like that unless people are supporting you and unless you have a god with you and and God has to place that person in there. Exactly. He has to make that choice, not yes. us. Why? Why should why should God choose for us a king? I mean, that's something maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll touch on that in more in more details. Obviously, the next episode is going to be all about the king. But um, for sure, we need we need we need someone in charge that is God given and which is selfless. It's selfless and uh, takes accountability. And like if if we just reflect on our own lives now and just being with Abu Sadiq Islam and and seeing his morals and manners and the way he lives, like one thing that we we've said throughout this episode, I know we're 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 running towards the end and running out of time, mm. but just to touch on it is that the fact that. Throughout the world, there's religious leaders that are not practicing what they preach, whether they're uh, political, whether they are religious, whether they're leaders of corporations, and a lot of it is just marketing at times. But I can testify, and everyone can testify, can if, you, if, you, uh, if you see Abu Sadiq and the Islam and the way he, he moves, the way he speaks, the way he talks, he really is a man of his word. He takes, he takes last, gives first, uh, and he doesn't, like, you know, you can say that the Vatican doesn't, like, uh, the Pope, he doesn't come out at the house with the golden crown and live in a huge castle where half of his religion, exactly, half of his religion, like West African, East African uh, people that are dying of hunger, like, no, it's different. Like, our, our king, our, you know, our angel is is, uh, is practicing what he preaches. He eats like us, lives like us. 100%. You know, we go in and out of the house, like it's it's a it's a yeah we so are very blessed we and uh, we really blessed. want other people in this planet to, to, to get know, to know him. to know yeah. that to yeah. know him yeah. because because i think this is one of the last thing maybe we, we can end on that but i felt myself the first time i, I heard about this call mm -hmm. that was a kind of fantasy you know yeah. and it, it reached back to the fatality the fatalism you yeah. were speaking before it's like is it really possible mm. That someone will bring peace and justice yeah. on, uh, on this planet. Is religion still alive? Yeah. Uh, the savior is it not just a, a fairy tale? Yeah. Uh, and we're here to. 
to, to give our testimony and, and yeah. to, to, to share that. Yes, it is. It's absolutely <laughs> it's the truth. And it's mentioned in, in, in Christianity, mentioned in Islam, mentioned in, in Hinduism, mentioned in every single religion in the world. Yeah. There has to be a savior. Yeah. There has to be a king. There has to be a yeah, no, we'll talk that. about that as we said. And that's what our uh, fact says, like what yeah. you was promised has arrived. So <laughs> that's really I mean, it. It, yeah. it kind of is what it is. So I think that's, uh, that's mm. we've all got the time for, unfortunately. Yes. So it was a pleasure. Yeah, I'd like to thank everyone for, for joining us and tuning in at home. And I'd like to thank uh, Tamo behind yeah. the camera there. Camera and um, yeah, thank you for, for joining us. And we, we hope to see you again next time. And, mm. you know, peace and blessings be upon you all. Mm. So, thank you so much. Yeah.